0: From a studio high above the clouds of the Okanagan Valley, this is the Cannabis Podcast. Exploring the world of Canadian cannabis culture, one toke at a time. Now, here's your host and bud thunder, Gary Johnston. And welcome back once more to the Cannabis Podcast. Thank you so much for coming back. Hey, if this is your very first time, well, an especially warm welcome for you. Thanks for coming along. I hope you're interested in information about cannabis because that may very well be the focus for the next 30 or 40 minutes or so. Thank you for coming along for the ride. Before we get too much further, let me remind you this program is intended only for those 19 or older in your jurisdiction and is intended purely for entertainment purposes. You should always consume cannabis responsibly. Well, this episode we have the safety of bud tenders working alone, the prospect of cannabis that doesn't smell when you smoke it. We welcome another podcaster to the club, we have a feature interview with the guys behind the cannabis focus fertilizer line called Refertilizer. Joey and Mike Druin will be our guests a little bit later. On Cultivar Corner, I get smacked by the loud plugs Benny Blunto, a gift from my daughter-in-law, and we celebrate our first staff party ever by smoking some weed together. COVID appropriate, of course, with our mouthpieces. It was a fun night, and I have to say, many got really, really stoned. All of that and more coming your way on episode 91. Of the Cannabis Podcast, and before we get too far along, let me thank those who have been supporting me in the Cannabis Podcast, and I welcome a new member to the fold, a new podcaster, Kevin, my buddy and longtime listener from Alberta. Thanks for the support, Kevin. Nice to have you along for the ride. I do appreciate it. Thanks as well to J S for his second month as a subscriber, and of course to Dana as well. All of those members get access to exclusive behind-the-scenes video for every cultivar corner going forward. And I show a lot of details on the weed in those videos. Plus, exclusive Cultivar Corners each month just for members. If you want to participate, you can do so. BuyMeACoffee.com slash Cannabis Podcast for all the details. And if you like what you hear and you feel so inclined, you can always buy me a doobie. And let me tell you the motivation for this part of the episode is coming from Simply Bear Organic, their BC Organic train wreck. 21.3% 21.3% THC, and it has given me that cannabis infusion that we're supposed to have here on the Cannabis Podcast. We're going to Victoria for our first story, and this is from our friend at TheOkanaganZee.com. Solo Buntenders face violence, abuse from customers. A union representing Buntenders is calling on the city of Victoria to protect the safety of those who work in cannabis retail stores. UFCW 1518, which represents the BC Tenders Union, wants Victoria City Council to reject potential changes to the city's cannabis bylaws that would eliminate the requirement for two staff members to be on site during all operating hours. Staff who work alone in retail stores experience more violence, harassment, threats, and abusive behaviors from customers. Workers who deal with cash are at even higher risk when working alone, particularly at night, says the union. Bud tenders in Victoria have reported regular incidences of hostile, threatening, and dangerous interactions with customers throughout the city of Victoria. These workers are concerned that these incidents could increase or escalate if bud tenders are forced to work alone. UFCW 1518 says it has sent a letter to Victoria Mayor Lisa Helps and to city councillors asking them to ensure that updated cannabis retail regulations require at least two staff. Those belonging to the BC Bud Tenders Union have the right to collectively negotiate minimum staffing levels into their contracts. The union is concerned that non unionized Bud Tenders will be put at risk if the bylaws change to allow managers to schedule Bud Tenders to work alone, says UFCW 1518. Interesting story from the OkanaganZ.com, and I fully support that. I do not believe we should have people working alone in a cannabis store in this province is just too dangerous and offers too much opportunity for those in our society that are prone to those kind of acts. And I really do agree that every city in this province should be enacting some kind of a bylaw that does require two people on staff at all times. Let's hope someone pays attention. From a studio high above the clouds of the Okanagan Valley, this is the Cannabis Podcast. And just ahead of our feature interview with the folks from ReFertilizer, let's hit one other story from OkanaganZ.com. I found that this just came out today, and I think this is really fascinating. Not everyone likes the smell of weed. Just ask anyone who rents or manages a property. And by the way, let me back up a little bit and thank Mr. David Wiley, who's the author of this story. We have significant problems with respect to the odor of cannabis products on our properties, says Sam, a property manager located in Ontario. Since cannabis legislation in Canada... We have fielded increasing complaints from tenants that find the odor offensive. Cannab Co. is working on a solution to that problem. The Brampton, Ontario-based cannabis company is working on producing cannabis that doesn't stink, a.k.a. odorless weed. Many property management companies have banned smoking pot on managed properties. However, that raises a question of rights. It's a no-win for management, says Sam. In addition to the problem of cannabis odor... We now face complaints from the smokers that they had a right to take their medication in the comfort of their own homes. Both groups were of the opinion their rights were being subverted. Cannabco, says Sam, as well as others in the field, have endorsed odorless cannabis. Recently, the technology has been successfully applied to the tobacco and hemp industries, successfully producing representative odorless products unrelated to the cannabis industry, says Cannabco CEO Mark Pellicane. The company says it's also working on other cannabis strains and innovative first-to-market products developed with undisclosed technology and grow partner. Cannabco has received its confirmation of readiness from Health Canada to become a licensed producer and is currently building out its pilot facility in the Brampton area. The company says it will release more information soon. Well, that has obviously been an issue for years and years. There are those... I personally love the smell of cannabis. (laughs) I guess that's why I'm hosting the Cannabis Podcast. But I get it. I know there's people out there that absolutely hate the smell of cannabis. It makes them nauseous. They can't stand the noxious odor of it. So I get it. There is a need for odorless weed. I guess what we're going to be concerned about is that odorless weed going to have the same kind of kick. And now we're heading into my conversation with Mike and Joey Druin. Two brothers from Ottawa who have crafted a cannabis specific fertilizer trio called Refertilizer. I think you're going to enjoy the story. Now, this was recorded on a recent Sunday morning, and I had already done a little wake and baking before the interview began. Now, that's relevant because, as you'll hear, I kind of did the interview backwards. <laughs> we start just after I have welcomed them to the Cannabis Podcast. Why don't we start with uh, how you each became involved with cannabis? Where where did your cannabis journey begin? Let's start with Joey.
1: Uh, so I first experimented a bit with can- cannabis in high school. Um, then I really sort of got into it, obviously, like a lot of people in university. I went to Bishop's University and there was a strong cannabis culture there. Okay. Um, I came home one summer. Uh, I had a few seeds in uh, some... Okay, pot I had gotten in college, and I decided when I was home I would try growing pot up at my cottage. Um, my we I I mean I didn't know it at the time, but my dad was a lot more positive on cannabis than I had thought. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. But these were the days when it was still illegal, so I got everything ready, and I I think I I did my seeds in some paper towel and got them started, mm-hmm. and then I hiked about. I don't know, two kilometers uh, into the woods up at my parents' cottage. And um, it was the middle of black fly season it gets pretty bad in Quebec. I bet. Um, and, you know, I would check on my plants once a month, maybe um, once every two months. And I think of the three plants I started, only one really made it uh, to, 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 to harvest. It wasn't it wasn't great. My experience wasn't great. I remember having to carry water from the creek into <laughs> uh, into the woods. I remember having, like I said, the black flies were really bad, um, and just having all this stuff on my back and carrying it into the woods. And yeah. um, years passed, and I always consumed cannabis, but I never really grew it. Um, and then, you know, my- Michael came to me uh, probably about 2016, and he wanted to start a... A business in in, in e commerce business. That's sort his of background. And at that time, I was working at an accountant's office. My plan was to become an accountant. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just sort of at my desk, and I was trying to come up with sort of an idea of a of a brand or a product we could sell online. And I came up with. I thought it was, I guess, a compound word, but I guess it's called a portmanteau, but a combination of two words. And I came up with the name Refertilizer, and I was like. Some stoner somewhere around the world has come up with this and it's been trademarked since the 70s or something. Um, I there's there's no way that no one's ever thought of this this name for a cannabis fertilizer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I went on Google and I started searching for the product and I couldn't find a- anything with that name. And I turned to a coworker and I was like, hey, what do you think of the name Refertilizer for a cannabis fertilizer? And he just told me, "He's like, trademark that right now." Yeah. So then, so the next day, I reached out to a trademark lawyer here in Ottawa, and I think I got the trademark. I think it was January twenty sixth. I incorporated the business around the same time, and then I told Michael as Michael was growing pot with his uh, his roommate around that time, and he's a more uh, him and his roommate were a little bit better than I was at growing. And I went to their house and I was like, "Hey, Mike, we are selling cannabis fertilizer online. It's called Refertilizer." And I had already had the idea for the jingle in my head um, because I remember I cool. saw um, I remember the song as a kid. I remember it's like "Hello Operator" as a child singing at a camp and on on the schoolyard when I was really young. And I think there was a there was a South Park episode where they sort of do a parody of it and they use a lot of swear words and stuff. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, "Oh, that's really funny. That's really cool. I would love to be able to do something similar to that." Because around the same time that. Um, I came up with the idea, me and Mike and a couple of friends were doing YouTube videos and trying to, you know, sort of break onto the scene. It was almost like uh, making short skits and com- comedic skits. And then I just came up with the first line, thank you, Mr. Trudeau. And I sort of came up with all the, the, the lingo for pot names and I sort of built it up and... Yeah, I told Michael and I, I said, Hey, we're selling fertilizer called Refertilizer. And I sang him the jingle and he's like, Okay, I guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Michael could probably take over here. He just sort of went to the cottage and sort of started growing pot a little bit more seriously. And um...
0: yeah, so give us the rest of the story,
1: Mike. So I was,
2: yeah, like Joey was saying, I was growing weed with my roommate at the time. And uh, we were running through a bunch of different types of fertilizer and trying to see what we liked and what we wanted to work with. And so Joey comes to me he's like, oh, we're going to start a fertilizer company. And I was like, OK, like, where do we start? And I was and so that's when I was kind of, like, hey, this is great, actually, because now I can create the fertilizer that I always wanted, create something that I thought was like really easy to use and already had the blends and it was easy to mix. And so, yeah, we started working with a few um, companies in Ontario to try to find uh, the right blend that would be perfect for growing pot, pot plants up at the cottage. And that's what we ended up doing is, is running a lot of our um, test batches up at the cottage with uh, the help of my dad. And uh, yeah, and then that's how we ended up creating like our formula for re-fertilizer because we just wanted to create something that was incredibly simple, easy to mix. And because for me, when I first started growing cannabis, I just thought it was so uh, uh, difficult when you first walked into one of those hydroponic shops and there was like a wall full of fertilizers promising like 80% bigger buds and like fish stuff. And I was like, what is all this stuff? It just seemed like way too complicated for me. And I knew that really what what plants need is nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, and micronutrients and and things that don't burn the soil and and, uh, creating that right environment in the soil to make plants thrive. So we just wanted to create something that you know, could bring people in to the market of growing their own cannabis. That um, wasn't too complicated or anything like that. It's trying to make it fun, really, for people.
0: Absolutely. So so why don't we take a step back, gentlemen, because I didn't really explain who you were and what your product is before we started. So I'm going to kind of do things in reverse osmosis way. So give me a description of what your product is and, and the three different components that are involved with refertilizer.
2: Well, Refertilizer is a three-step cannabis growing system, and so there's three products: start, grow, and bloom. Start is a soil conditioner. It's uh, basically a kelp meal with mycorrhizae in it, and okay. usually add that. Well, you add that before transplant, or you add it as a top dressing when the plants are young. Okay, and that helps build that mycorrhizae, uh, mycorrhizae fungi. I always have a hard time figure that mycorrhizae pronunciation i always have to spell it constantly and i never know is a e e a where's the h in it anyway uh, yeah so this helps like build up the my uh, the fung- the beneficial fungus in the soil and then grow and bloom are just powdered fertilizer blends one for veg and one for flower that are the 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 right balance of micro and macro nutrients for both those phases of cannabis growth
0: nice Excellent. Uh, excellent description. I myself have picked some up this year. Sure. So I have grown the last couple of years with doing nothing, just putting some auto flowers in the ground. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see what the uh, re-fertilizer brings to my world in, in terms of some better growth and, and those kind of things. So what kind of challenges have, has, have you guys faced in, in going down this path and getting this out? I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, you know, cannabis is legal
1: in Canada, um, there's still a bit of a stigma around the product we sell. Yeah. Um, a lot of banks do not want to deal with anyone related in the cannabis space. Um, raising money through organizations like BDC or EDC is is next to impossible. A lot of the payment processing companies that we dealt with in the past, since they're American, once they find out or go to our website, they they get a little hesitant, I guess would be the word, and they feel that there's too much risk in processing our uh, uh, payments. Yeah, so it's, you know, we don't, we're not, technically our product isn't subject to the Cannabis Act, it's subject to the Fertilizer Act of Canada. But since we're cannabis related, we get sort of a lot of that risk uh, thrust upon us. Um, we, we're not a light, we don't have to do any of the jumping through hoops. We don't do any of the LP, uh, applications, n- none of that, but we still sort of, sort of get thrown in that toward a, sort of cannabis, like, yeah, it gets thrown in that whole cannabis realm. Yeah. And- Just
2: by dropping the word cannabis and marketing ourselves at a cannabis fertilizer, it really kind of sets us in a whole... Classification. Different classification.
1: And at and at the beginning that was a conscious choice we made. We know we a lot of people sort of tiptoe around the issue and sort of like, oh, we're growing tomatoes. And you know, they <laughs> yeah. they, they don't use the word. When we saw that it was becoming legal in Canada, we we decided, you know what, we're gonna, you know, tell people who we are and yeah. you know, and, and and have a blog that uses pictures of cannabis plants and talks about yield and, and grow and the full use of the plant you know that's where we sort of always sort of envisioned the product and where the growth is going to be is that as people learn that you can take the leaves of your cannabis plant and put it in your morning juices and your morning smoothies um, people I, my brother-in-law uses his roots to make balms for his arthritis okay. um, you know it, to me it's going to be more like the aloe plant that I had in the living room growing up um, and, and I think that a lot of people are eventually going to be growing one or two plants in their backyard. And what I see promising is every summer since that first growing summer of 2019 in Canada, I've heard more people growing cannabis at home. I've seen more plants peeking over uh, the the people's yards, over people's fences now. Um, Yeah. And I, and, and I, and I really think, as I said, like a lot of that growth, a lot of that, is going to come from new people that are are growing the plant for the first time they're not necessarily you know weed smoking zombies like me and my brother used to be where we need to have the highest thc pot you know i mean a a lot of people are just going to you know your mileage may vary and they want they just want to be able to grow the plant and i mean i think that's where a lot of the growth is going to be in in the homegrown industry
2: yeah just the casual casual pot grower
0: yeah. yeah, I would agree wholeheartedly. And it, and it in fact, was your authenticity of uh, uh, being, just putting it out there that it is for pop that, that you're providing this product is one of the reasons that attracted me yeah. to Refertilizer fertilizer Because yeah. I think that we're in that world now where put out what you do and, and, and be honest and stand up for it. So Yeah, and I mean, the other thing we on really
1: want to do is not use too many um, garish imagery when promoting yeah. the product. You know, we look at yeah. some of our competitors and they'll use sort of like comic book-looking giant buds. <laughs> or uh, large-breasted women on the containers. Of course. I, you know, I mean, our goal is to be sort of like the product that that you'll see everywhere. you see in the garden centers. You'll see, hopefully, in Canadian Tire someday or home hardware. And I, and I think moving it away from, while, you know, cannabis culture has really sort of been engulfed by that, you know, we can sort of move it away from there as well. Because what I'm learning most from doing this is that a lot more people smoke pot and are pot positive than you think. And it's not necessarily the stoners that take over Parliament Hill on 420. <laughs> I think it's just, it's, it's going to become a, a, a plant like, like, like any, and like any other plant.
2: Yeah. You grow it next to your tomatoes. Yeah. Next
1: to
0: yeah. Beans. And, and and what kind of challenges have you faced in, in getting the product out for distribution? Has has that presented some interesting challenges for you too? You know what? It's funny. Once we got that first distributor,
1: um, it's sort of that first domino was the toughest, but once we, once we're able to now turn to some other potential distributors and stores and be like, Hey, this company here in the States is distributing us to garden centers and to hydroponic shops in the States. Um, we just got into Ontario cannabis store over the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, so using that, you know, I reached out to the Nova Scotia liquor control, uh, whoever cannabis that does in Nova Scotia and they were like, "Oh, congratulations on getting Ontario! We were very interested. Keep us in tune to some of the data you receive and how it goes, and then approach us later on in the spring." So, you know, once we get those first few uh, distribution networks in our in our little feathers in our cap, it sort of opened up even more.
0: Excellent. Mm-hmm. And and in regards to the product itself, as, as you were going through the process and, and your dad was helping you out with the cottage, what kind of differences did you see in your plants from from using the product over the, over the course of time? Well, I mean,
1: compared to my first time growing it was night and day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to sort of design the product is because the days of having to hike five miles into the woods past the Via Rail line... Or, or, or you don't have to do that anymore. You can go onto your bal- back balcony and your patio. You can go into your garden and grow a plant. So, you know, outdoor used to get a bad rep because people could only treat their plants once a month, once every two weeks. You'd have to go hide it from everybody. Now you can have one or two plants in your backyard and you can tend to it like you tend to your tomatoes or you tend to any other vegetable, your flower garden. So the days of um, outdoor versus indoor, to me, it's, it's not the same anymore. They're two different things. Yeah. 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 It's, it's,
0: yeah. It's, yeah and the, the challenge I had here, because in BC and in, in, in the Okanagan, our backyard is visible from from a school ground behind us. And the BC law can't be visible from a public space. That's why I went to autoflowers, quite frankly, because everything else was growing too high and I had to, had to bring it all down. Yeah. yeah I, interesting. I wrote,
2: I wrote an article about that, about how to watch out for your plants growing too tall. Because that was yeah. what happened to a lot of people. Like, their neighbors would see these, like, huge marijuana plants growing over their fences and call by yeah. and just hassle them.
0: Well, it was funny. They were selling a house next to us uh, in the year that we, the last year we had all of that. And so as people were coming down this walkway, they were pushing these plant, these pot plants out of the way to get by. <laughs> may have affected how they sold the house. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on is is in fact the, the jingle because uh, yeah. what you did um was so clever and and I'm actually going to play it I'm concerned that as I try to play this on the podcast there might be some copyright issues um that Spotify or YouTube or whatever may pop up. I know you have given me permission to do it yeah. but yeah. that still may happen. So, so when, when I I'm first came, go I'll, I'll
1: add on no, to that. So ahead. when I yeah. first came up with the idea that was one of my worries um I thought oh man like this is, you know, other people have done it. Um, it must be in the, uh, someone must have trademarked the song. I talked to a uh, a lawyer, not a trademark lawyer, but a lawyer that uh, does copyright. And he, he, he explained to me uh, a few places I could look around. And when I found out that different uh, musical acts have done different variations of Hello Operator, and that Hello Operator was just considered basically a camp song or a a schoolyard song and that it was in the public domain. That's when I was like, oh, OK, well, if it's in the public domain and none of the other artists that have done sort of variations of Hello Operator have had to make any note for copyright infringement or anything and haven't had any issue with, then it, it seemed that it was a uh, fair game for us. So. Yeah, you can you can play it as many times as you want.
0: You can okay, well we'll, we'll, well, we'll put that to the test and see how it goes. To give everybody perspective, this is the jingle that launched Refertilizer, and I think it is just so clever. Uh, have a listen. I will also post a link to this on thecannabispodcast.com so you can take a look at the YouTube video as well. Here it is.
1: Thank you Mr. Trudeau, thank you yes indeed Now that all the laws have changed we all can grow Some weeding is annoying, like it I do not And why am I growing flowers when it's legal to grow Party is my hobby, like playing in the mud But now I got a new pastime, growing big fat Budgets can be daunting when running a business I'd rather be in the sun, growing cannabis It's out the oven, they really are superb Especially when you bake them with your legal homegrown Herbal tea is tasty, and so are appetizers And if you want to grow good weed, use referred
0: Real good weed i i just love the double entendre throughout that entire thing <laughs> as you were making those transitions that is so much fun yeah um it's funny
1: because when we recorded it originally um we went to this uh recording studio here in ottawa called Bova sound and they brought in a singer to sort of do the song i just i'd already written it and gave him all the lyrics and he couldn't get the speed down. He couldn't, he couldn't get the timing down. And so I turned to Phil. Uh, he's the recording engineer. And I said, L- you know, let me try it. Let me try recording it. And I wasn't planning on singing it. But um, I guess I was the only one that could really get the timing right. Because, I mean, I've had it in my head for, at this point in time, like, probably six or seven months now. And, I mean, I, I just, I knew it down packed, And I knew I could sing it fast um yeah so that's me singing I laid down the whole track um yeah and it just I it just after we got the recording back I was like okay like I think we might be onto something here and the video again like um we just had to find a way to kind of get it out there and uh we didn't have a big budget yeah I didn't have a big budget and then that's what I got a hand to Michael because Michael's the one that came up with the idea of putting it on YouTube as an ad, but as a mid-roll during Fortnite video.
0: Ah, I didn't know that. Oh, very clever, very clever.
1: Mm -hmm. And the reasoning was, is that gamers playing Fortnite, they're they're young, they're pot positive, they share things online, they understand social media. And it turned out it was like, I think an 18 or 19 year old gamer by the name of, something dirt or something eight, seven, six or whatever. I, I don't know something on Reddit. And he's the one that shared it on Reddit and it, he got all the, the Reddit karma from doing it.
0: Yeah. That's all it needs is one share. like
1: it, Yeah. It, and it was, I think we're in the top 20 uh, posts in Reddit, r Canada uh, still to this day. Very cool. Yeah. And it was just, you know, when the mod said, hey, you know, we don't like never really allow videos on, on Reddit, but, you know, this one got in under the radar and it's very popular. We're going to let it keep going. And that sort of it just sort of went from there. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I love I love sharing it. And, and still there are people that I, I come across at work that have not discovered it yet. And it's always a treat to watch their eyes <laughs> as they watch that, that first time. So well done, gentlemen, you should <laughs> be really you. proud of what you did there why don't we get to my hot seat questions and you can each take turns answering the questions. So do you uh, have a favorite cultivar?
1: Uh, Anything cheese. Oh, okay. Anything cheesy, anything that smells like blue cheese makes the hair on my arms uh, tingle. And I found in the legal world of weed, there hasn't been enough cheese strains yet. And I'm waiting for those cheese strains to start coming out again.
0: Yeah. Okay. And for you, Mike,
1: I like um, Space
2: Queen. Whenever I can get my hands on Space Queen, I'll usually pick that okay.
0: up. Oh, nice. Excellent. Because
2: I can actually do things while I'm on Space Queen, I find.
0: <laughs> yeah, for, for many, that is the case. Of, do I, am I turning into a vegetable here or do I want to actually accomplish something? <laughs> okay, so we got your favorite cultivar. Do you prefer joints or vape? Joints.
2: I, I have a bong. I'm usually bong, but usually joints or bong. Yeah.
0: Okay. Wow, well, you're still using a bong.
2: Is it bad to use a bong? I don't know. Yeah. No,
0: no, 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 I, like I don't mean bong. that in a way that it may uh, that it may have sounded. <laughs> the way that I say that is, I can't. My lungs, I can't. I can't take one hit off of a bong without just coughing my lungs out. So I'm I'm surprised that you're still able to use a bong. Let me rephrase it that way. <laughs>
2: well, see for how much longer I can? I don't know. I don't. I try <laughs> well, not to you. do like huge monster bowls in the bong. I usually just do it for a bit of a taste. But uh, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well I've I've heard so many people say that maybe it's time for me to pick up another bong and, and give it a try. Maybe if I actually kept it clean, it might be a different thing. That, that helps a lot. That helps a lot. Mine's nice because you
2: can fit like ice cubes into it. And that like oh, nice. cool it down really nice. I like that.
0: Nice, excellent. Do you have a favorite munchie? So I'm I've been off my munchies for a while. Um
1: but I used to be it used to be Sour Patch Kids where I could eat, eat a full large bag of Sour Patch Kids.
0: <laughs> I have a son like that. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I mean,
1: to this day, like, I sort of have replaced it with uh, dried fruit. It's not the same. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, to this day, Sour Patch Kids has always been my favorite. Oh, very cool. And for you, Mike?
2: Uh, there's a bakery here in Victoria called Portofino, and they make this roasted garlic bread. Oh. And you toast it, and then you put, like, a whole bunch of butter on it. Oh.
1: It's
0: amazing. Oh. It's so good. Oh, it That's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah.
1: I'll
2: eat like three or four slices of that if I'm baked.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Very nice. Do you prefer uh, edibles or flour? Flour. Yeah,
1: flour. Same. Yeah. Edibles just put me to sleep. They make me really hungry. I'll eat a lot of lot a lot of food. I'll order food in, and I'll just yeah. pass them on the couch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and um, you're both from Ottawa, right? That's where you were both born. Yeah. And do you have a particular term for three and a half grams of cannabis?
1: An eighth. Okay. Yeah.
2: It's an eighth. Yeah. I remember learning that in, when I moved to Whistler because I kept selling the eighths all the time. And I was like, an eighth of what? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that okay. Yes, yes, that's curious. curious. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Well, thanks for the story, gentlemen. Uh, a wonderful story about refertilizer. Uh, I loved hearing it. Any, any final words from either of you about what you see coming up in your futures?
1: No, I mean, uh, if, if, if you were in Ontario, look for us in Ontario Cannabis Stores this spring. Um, we have a new commercial that's going to be coming out in, in April. Nice. I personally think it's going to be better than the Refertilizer fertilizer Jingle. Whoa. Um, that's oh, that's know, a I heavy mark. A little, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of pressure on us now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just sort of want to sort of keep going and, you know, help people grow good weed.
0: Yeah, perfect. And for you, Mike?
1: And that's
2: what we're here to. We're we're here to help people grow good weed, you know. I've been uh, listening to our customers and asking them like what kind of information they need or what kind of information what kind of hurdles they have when they first start growing weed as yeah. inspiration to write more content to help people get started because I feel like nice. that first hurdle is the hardest part and I just want to keep I just want more people growing their own cannabis at home. I I think that is like the future really.
0: And yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Excellent. Well, thank you for sharing your story with me, gentlemen. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.
2: You too. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks so much, Gary. THC, CBD, terpene profiles, what's in me? Oh, please explain to me. Cultivar Corner.
0: Cultivar Corner. Oh, yeah. Cultivar Corner. Please explain this stuff to me. On Cultivar Corner today... We're doing a feature on one of the hottest trends in the industry, blunts. Everybody's been striving for blunts, looking for them, and now they've started to arrive. This is the loud plug, the Benny Blunto. This package has one wrapped blunt in it. (laughs) Might be a bit of over saturation. Some of the comments I've heard already is that if this kind of got crushed, your blunt might be in pretty bad shape. Now, a traditional blunt, take a cigar, blow up the tobacco, throw in some weed and turn yourself into a blunt. A lot of people love them. I have to say I'm a little cautious because I became a non-smoker of tobacco products about 12 years ago, and I don't really want any more tobacco in my body. So this has me a bit scared because I've heard that there are some tobacco notes in the flavoring. Also, really difficult to find the details on this guy. I went to their website, which is tripcbrands.com, and basically you get a plug for this company that does packaging for cannabis, but other than the logo for the loud plug, no details on the actual products. thought that was a little weird. I'll put that link back at cannabispodcast.com so you can check it out for yourself. But regardless of the fact that I haven't been able to find much, so the most... Detailed information I found was ready from two websites. One from a site called canissavvy.ca. And I'm not even sure where they're located. Oh, Ontario. Windsor, Ontario, in fact. So from them, the Benny Blunto pre-rolls by the loud plug. Gas lovers, this is a unique product that has it all. All the right markings. This blunt wrap has a great smooth taste L.A. Kush is what's inside. Hung dry for 21 days for great terpenes. Indica dominance. Effects body high and relaxed. Now, the other most detail that I found in regards to this was um, actually from a Reddit user. I put the link again back at CannabisPodcast.com so you can check it out for yourself. So thank you to Astrum Rimmer who provided a bit more detail. Smells and tastes like vanilla tobacco. That's the part that scared me. Almost like an actual blunt wrap. A bit smoother than a blunt though, burns pretty dark in the first half, lighter ash towards the end. The high's fairly strong, long-lasting, but mellow, no coach lock or sleepiness, just feel chill, and some munchies. Decent smoke and a nice change from a regular pre-roll. I wish the package said what the wrapper was though, and you're absolutely right, there's not a lot of detail on the package. There are some terpenes on the package, so they have identified the total terps, 3.05%. And the terpenes in our Benny Blunto are beta myrcene at 0.94%. That's definitely going to lean to an indica. Beta caryophyllene at 0.79%. D limonene at 0.55% and other terpenes at about 0.77%. I think it's about time we took a look at this, right? Let's open up this package and let's see what falls out of our Benny Blunto. And lo and behold, there she be. <laughs> and there is the Benny Blunto. Nice, nice symmetrics on it. Okay, I see what people are talking about. (laughs) Has me a bit worried. (laughs) I do not want to become a cigarette smoker again. But as I just take a smell of that in reference to Astrum's comment about smells like vanilla tobacco, I think that's a pretty accurate description. Really does have some vanilla notes. Now, I'd heard others who just took some dry hits off of it. Just trying to get some flavor feels. Really nice. I love the texture of the wrap. It's nice and solid. Nice tapered to it. Not too much of a filter on it. So, let's say we give it a try. Benny Blunto from the Loud Plug. And now, what is the other operative details on this? THC on this? So let's see what the hit is from the loud plug Benny Blunto. Okay, fortunately not a lot of tobacco taste. Smooth though. I do have to say that. Now the fact that I am doing a cultivar corner on the Benny Blunto has really two facets to it. Obviously, it's part of Cultivar Corner, and we continue to do those for the Cannabis Podcast. But more specifically and more personally, this was a gift. This was a gift from my daughter-in-law, Christine, who is responsible for the graphic work that you see on the Cannabis Podcast. Loves since she has joined our family. She's brought so much creativity and energy to the group. And she is learning to drive again. She used to have a driver's license years ago, kind of let it fade and decided it was time to get back at that. And I've been helping her out a little bit, going out fairly frequently, once a week, I guess. Helping to get her feel more comfortable in the car again. And it's working. She's getting to that stage. And over the course of our driving experiences, she has brought me a a few things of weed. (laughs) She's a smart daughter-in-law. She knows her father-in-law and she knows that weed is what I love. So this was a treat from her. to thank me for some of the activity that we had done in all of that driving. So thank you, Christine. I appreciate it. And the listeners appreciate it too because they get to hear a new cultivar corner on something different. So what's what's it burning like? I'm not getting an even burn. Okay. There is a hint of that tobacco there. And I'm... Not sure I'm a fan of that. I've never been a fan of mixing weed and cannabis. I remember we were in Australia a few years ago. Somehow we actually managed to come across some weed. And people were gathered around. I had rolled up a couple of joints and lit one up and passed it around. (laughs) People got this shocked look on their face. What? that's just weed. (laughs) Well, of course it's just weed. I'm from Canada. Okay, it's pretty nice and slow. I do like that fact. Because that means I'm going to get a number of hits off of this. Now, in reference to what Astrum said, burning fairly dark at the front. Yeah, there is a fair amount of dark ash there. But I do like the taste. Apparently, L.A. Kush Cake is the strain underneath this. Oh, and here it comes. <laughs> always wait for that first hint. <coughs> that first hint that the cannabis is hitting my endocannabinoid system. <sighs> hmm. No. As you can see that's a <coughs> that's a fair amount of blunt dude. I don't think i'm going to be able to finish that and hopefully i shouldn't need to finish that to, to feel the effect here it comes <laughs> i've ever told you i just love being high <laughs> and i truly do <coughs> i especially love that first high of the day and that's what this is i was a very good boy I didn't do anything in advance of this, decided I needed a full and complete reset to really test the Benny Blunto. And as you can hear, the smoke's creating a couple issues for me, perhaps a bit more smoke in it. I'm not suggesting that there is tobacco in it, but it does have that taste. Mmm. Now the ash fell off very nicely. As you see, nice and clean now. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And here come the happy eyes. That body relaxation. Oh, I'm liking it. Really a smooth smoke. So if you're looking for a blunt, you've been screaming and, and wanting to do a blunt for a long time, but you haven't been able to find any in the legal market, they are becoming scarce. It is becoming a little harder to source them out. But you may want to check out the loud plug and their Benny Blunto. The A&THC is sitting at 24.5%, and oh yeah. It's a fairly heavy smoke. But I think that's what most people who are looking for a blunt are looking for. They want to know they're smoking something. Well, my friend, if you pick up the Benny Blunto from the Loud Plug, I think you'll know you've been smoking something. Oh. Mm. Yeah. (coughs) And here it comes on much stronger. Oh. Thank you, Christine. I'm still up for driving lessons, <coughs> and you don't need to give me any more more rewards, but thank you so much for doing so. So Cultivar Corner today, the loud plug, Benny Blunto, 24.5% THC, and this one has smacked me. Mm. You're looking for a blunt? give the Benny Blunto a run. I do not think you'll be disappointed. As I will sometimes do after finishing a cultivar corner, when the effects hit amazingly hard, I'll fire it back up again, and when I said I got smacked, (laughs) this Benny Blunto is really, really building. I'm really high. 24.5% 24.5% THC so marginal over over what we did last time but it it is a really really nice hit really really nice high is a head high bit of body relaxation i'm i'm definitely not headed for the couch i think it's going to be a great day so once again just thought i'd let you know the benny blunto does the trick from the Cannabis Infused Studio in the Clouds, this is the Cannabis Podcast. And I'm keeping up my end of the bargain, uh, handling that cannabis infusion one more time. <laughs> Let me finish up this episode with telling you a little story about what happened last weekend. We actually had our first half party where we all got together and smoked some weed together. I had been working at the store for about 18 months now, I guess, and it had never happened before. Because of COVID and everything else, we just never found the time the opportunity never arose but we made it happen and we did it covid protected i suppose we had a bunch of mouthpieces because we didn't want to uh, obviously in this day and age we didn't want to have a joint and just kind of pass it around Mm, sure tastes good to smoke a joint though so everybody who participated had one of these little mini mouthpieces which is a little piece of plastic that you shove the joint into so you're not actually exchanging any fluids or or any air um you just stick the joint into your mouthpiece, take a hole on that, and pass the joint on to somebody else. It worked pretty well. We started off with, and I have to say, Tark, my boss did a fabulous job because he came out and he had this beautifully shaped, nice, big, raw cone that had about five different layers of different types of weed in it. <laughs> now, if I hadn't been stoned that night... I might have remembered what those different layers were, <laughs> but I don't. I know they were really interesting. I think there was some Melee Kush cake. I think there was a, a little bit of some infused product in there. It was quite a delicious, delicious cone. And it went around the circle a number of different times, and everybody got absolutely blasted on it. <laughs> and then, of course, other people pulled out different weed. I pulled out one of my homegrown uh, blueberry pieces from last year sent that around the thing, everybody using again their mouthpiece for COVID protection. And we all got absolutely blasted. And, and that's when the party got interesting because it was after we had all gotten stoned that we had it on inside and we were going to play some games. And that's when my boss decided to do the introduction of the rules of the game. After everybody was stoned, <laughs> you know, having been through a similar experience at some point in your life, you know that that didn't go terribly well in terms of the understanding of the rules. He tried a number of times reading from the rule book and explaining various scenarios. (laughs) Finally, somebody said, is there a YouTube video we could watch? (laughs) And sure enough, of course there's a YouTube video that explained the whole process of it. What was the game? I think it was called Reconnaissance. See, again, I was... I was pretty stoned, so I don't remember the actual game on it. Either you were part of the resistance or you were a spy. Those were the two components of the game. And and boy, Tarek got so enthused when he played that game. It was a lot of fun. Everybody got really blasted. and, And as you probably already know, especially if you understand that I'm an old dude, there was a significant age gap between myself and, well, pretty well, everybody else who was there. And it was really interesting for me to remember those days of watching all of these young stoners and their eyes, giving them away. (laughs) I mean, it just doesn't happen with me anymore. I've been doing it so long that it's pretty hard to tell when I'm stoned and when I'm not, but at least for other people, it is, is not so hard for me to tell. (laughs) But I was sure reminded of the fact that so many people look so stoned. When they get a really good buzz going and it is so obvious that they are stoned, not only in their behavior, in their their language, in their speech, but just that that look of their eyes. I spent a lot of time looking around that table and just kind of chuckling to myself. It was a lot of fun. It was long overdue. And I hope we get back to doing a whole lot more of that sometime soon. If you ever have any comments about anything you hear on The Cannabis Podcast, please send a note to info at That's also where you will find all the links to the stories we talk about at CannabisPodcast.com. And remember, if you like what you hear and you feel so inclined, you can buy me a doobie at BuyMeACoffee.com slash CannabisPodcast. That's it for Episode 91 of The Cannabis Podcast. From the Cannabis-Infused Studio, high above the Okanagan Valley... This was the Cannabis Podcast. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows.
1: Hey everyone, it's Ryan from the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. If you're looking for ways to utilize cannabis to keep you healthy, strong, and sharp, Come join us every Wednesday where we dive into the best ways to use cannabis to optimize your life. Topics include cannabis and athletics, cannabis for productivity, cannabis for anxiety, cannabis for a healthy immune system, and so much more. If you're a curious connoisseur, this show is for you. So please head over to our page and we're looking forward to seeing you this week. Bye.